Welcome to the top 25 today. I'm your host, Kerry Roberts. Today's interview is part of our top 25 today voice technology companies that can help your business scale. Joining me today is one of those voice technology companies first and their head of operations, Matt Ware, and their creative director, Lachlan Pottinger. Welcome, Matt and Lachlan. Thank you for being here. Always a pleasure. Thank you. So First has been a digital agency for quite some time, but it is also one of the leading agencies in the voice technology space, having built voice technology assistance for companies like Officeworks, Kmart, and Finder. Can you tell us a little bit more about why the company started, a little bit of the history, and then into what it does today? Yeah, so um, First probably originally started out as an agency called First Rate. Uh, back in 1999, uh, actually founded in New Zealand before coming over to Australia. Uh, so we began as, a, as an SEO agency, uh, which then developed some very solid skills in paid search and analytics. Uh, over time, the parent company of that also purchased some other companies in development and design, um, including Lockheed's company back in the day. And uh, they then began to do numerous other bits and pieces, including audience management through a, an email marketing company as well. We were then purchased by a company called Beyond, uh, which is a television production company, uh, did television shows which you guys would know like Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they then merged all of us into one division, um, which they called Beyond D, and we're known publicly as First. So First Rate became First, you know, what an iteration, what a future. <laughs> uh, and what it now means is that we've got underneath one roof um, development, design, analytics, SEO, and strategy. Uh, we had a, a very strong relationship with Google um, due to this long history of working with them. So when they actually launched uh, the Assistant into Australia, so remember over here, um, Assistant launched a couple of years before Alexa was even available. Uh, so they actually came to us and said, would you be interested in, in working with us to assist with bringing this to market? And we had a couple of clients, one of which was Officeworks, who was one of the first resellers of the home devices. And so we were, yeah, we'd really love that. Um, unfortunately, we got beat into market for the first one by eBay by two days. Uh, so we had the second one into market uh, with Officeworks. Um, but that was five years ago now? Yeah, 2016. Four early. years ago, yeah, yeah, very early. So it was, yeah. Yeah, it was just after Christmas in 2016. Um, so we've now probably been working on it the longest in Australia. Um, we've had some, some good success since then with some other businesses too. Wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit more about the types of businesses that you serve specifically? Uh, look, I suppose you tend to describe them in a, in a general sense as being enterprise for these kinds of things, uh, mainly because of the fact that you need to have a certain amount of internal investment as a business to be able to support these. Uh, so, you know, the ones that we've got live, such as Officeworks, which is like Staples over there, um, came up. It's not the same business, but it's the same kind of business. Uh, Finder is a very large financial services um, comparison environment. Uh, we also have Real Insurance, which is a uh, like a progressive insurance over there. So, you know, we're, we've got some very large groups, um, but we also go right the way down to startups. Um, so businesses that are just beginning to get into the market and looking to scale up and innovative and exciting ways to get into um, what can be a cluttered market, which is where things like voice can begin to give them a little bit of elbow room that others may not necessarily have. I'd love for you to share with us how FIRST is helping businesses scale using voice technology. Yeah, um, primarily it's around giving them an additional channel to be able to communicate with their consumers. 
in a way that allows them to meet them where and when they need. Uh, you know, there's not always going to be a, a call centre available 24 hours. There's not always going to be um, the ability to be able to get to a device which allows you to be able to either ask questions of a company or to get information around them. So we approached the whole concept of how voice worked as how it actually would be assistive. Um, you know, naively, we took the, the hint as being in the name of how these things were built and we came at them as saying, how can this actually assist people to achieve their outcome and how can we allow businesses to help those people to be assistive? And that's how we sort of went down the path of it. We went down, you know, what do people want to know? How is this going to help them and how can we give it to them in the best possible way? Uh, and that's how we approach the methodology of building and that's how most businesses who've worked with us have also viewed the process. Yeah, I think being able to connect with consumers in this way is huge. Can you share with us some success stories of clients that you've worked with and specifically how they've been able to scale and grow their business using voice? Yep, I think um, Lockie would probably be best to take this one here, so I'll hand over to him. Yeah, so as Matt said, I mean, a lot of the, the assistance that we've built have been highly sort of informational. They're really doing the job of a customer service representative, you know, or a call center. But probably the fun, the most fun one was the Christmas gift helper that we built for Kmart, and you know it was we were sort of perfectly placed to to build something like that for them because we had the relationship, we've got the technical infrastructure, so we could access their entire product database, we could look at categorization, and we could do some sort of clever stuff. And you know Matt's got some pretty good anecdotes about the world of search, and you know if you type into into Google, I'm looking for a gift for a man or my husband or my wife or a child you get a lot of rubbish and you get this sort of really highly competitive sort of search market but we were sort of we were able to take the, the product database all the categorization and build something that was a little bit more fun we could stash sound and and ear cons in there make it christmas themed and but also leverage that that sort of excitement and interest of the voice platform so not not push people into this sort of horrible I'm looking for a thing, add, you know, add criteria to find thing, you know, child, age, you know, interest, et cetera. We could, we could passively say, you know, oh, you're looking for a gift, tell us who the gift is for. And if, and if the answer is, you know, I'm looking for a gift for my niece and she's nine years old, she, you know, she loves puzzles, well, we've, we've filed a whole heap of slots just there. We've just basically, you know, we've got gender, we've got age, we've got an interest that we can apply gently to you know to categorization and we can provide a really good answer so you know that actually turns into a lot of fun um, and, and that you know and that was that was really successful there were what nearly three and a half thousand users across yep. the sort of the six weeks that the campaign ran sort of running up to christmas and we're talking you know the christmas before last so it was very sort of very early and immature market for voice at that time too and the marketing for that channel was only done on their website you know, it would have been nice to get onto their catalogs. You know, the perfect scenario would have been somebody gets a catalog in the mail and right up front it says, ask me which gift is perfect for whatever family member. So, you know, that'll be, that's the sort of thing that we're pushing all the time. And as Matt said, we're sort of uniquely placed as a digital agency that looks after analytics and consulting, creative and development of enterprise systems that voices another one of those fun channels that you know can add value to our clients. And it, yeah, it needs to be created um, sympathetically to the way the channel is. You know, when when we sit down with these groups and we say, okay, what are your channels and how do they work? It's, you know, well, we have a website. What does the website do? It produces this information and allows it to be discovered this way. What else do you have? We have stores. They interact this way. We have email that interact this way. We have chatbots. We have call centers. What does voice do differently? Mm -hmm. 
in association with and extend upon that, not just regurgitate the same information or give you the same thing that you could get through one of those other ones, but actually allow it to do something that means that a user who interacts with you that way is gaining some form of additional value rather than just saying, oh, well, I could get this from the website. You know, using markup schema just to read out content on the website is not actually developing a voice environment. That's just taking something and making it audible, but it's not making it assistive. Yeah, I, mean, that we've, I just want to jump in there. There are a couple of other interesting, you know, assistants that we've worked on, and there are some very obvious use cases that, are, you know, that are floating around out there. But we, you know, in Australia, we've, you probably saw last year and, and California's experienced it well, this crazy bushfire season, what we call them bushfires here, you guys have call them wildfires. But we've been working with the RFS, the, the New South Wales branch of the RFS, to build a voice assistant that that literally can respond to tell me about bushfires near me, and it can provide information. It's but location based. It's you know it's it's really handy. And as, as Matt said, being assistive is not regurgitating the FAQs off a website. It's being able to answer based on your location and your specific scenario. And then if there isn't a problem, but you know there's basically there's an alert on its way. It can say, you know, how's your fire plan going? Do you want to, would you like to hear some tips? Do you want me to walk you through, you know, how to deal with that? So it can be fun, it can be informative, but it can be, you know, highly specifically informative as well. Contextual. Yeah, I think you make some good points here. Um, you know, for those that are unfamiliar with voice, like you said, it's this combination of it. It shouldn't be regurgitating information. It should be helpful, but it can also be creative. And I think, you know, you talking about that gift option is a really interesting way that, again, an e-commerce brand can be thinking about how do I create an experience uh, within the interaction with my potential consumer? So I think that's a great example. How would you describe the brand of first? In other words, what makes it unique and stand out amongst its competitors? Uh, look, it's it's one of those hard ones. You, you can't really describe what we do without sounding like a lot of others. You know, we do say we put customers at the center of all that we do when we begin to develop strategy for our clients. Um, you know, we have deep domain knowledge across multiple channels of how people interact online um, through the fact that we have extensive history of working with partners such as Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Adobe, um, also all the tools that sit behind that and allow us to be able to develop stacks that, that are going to be effective for clients and, and build them really not out of the box solutions, actually bespoke stacks that we put in place for them. But more than anything else, I think it really comes down to the fact that we have worked in the digital industry as a group. Um, you know, We've got about 50 staff, the vast majority of them are, are older. Um, for a long time, uh, you know, we both have grey beards, as you can here, see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, 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 we started out when digital was just beginning, and what this means is that we've seen a lot of the pitfalls that companies go through over those years and made those mistakes a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, as a result of that, we tend to be able to shortcut that process with companies by saying, "We've done this. We've fallen over five times. We've got back up. We're going to help you not fall over those five times." We'll fall over the sixth time, but you and I are going to do that together. And that means that the next time around, we're going to be able to help somebody else a little bit better too. It's, you know, it's that it's that strong background of having made the mistakes, learned from them, being able to move forwards. I can I can add a little bit to that as well. It's one of one of the nice things about being using the word traditional digital agency is kind of amusing these days. But the the fact that the this idea of developing use cases for voice is is one of the biggest challenges. I mean, there's the, the technical challenges are kind of being handled, 
we have no interest in writing our own special NL NLU. You know, they, those platforms exist. So developing the use case and, as Matt said, having all the experience with many different verticals in business and many different channels in the past helps us to, to think pretty clearly about what are good use cases that suit customers, that are helpful to business, that, you know, that are essentially well-defined for the voice platform. No, I, I think that's very well said. Like you said, having the experience is a huge part of your brand. If people want to learn more about First, where can they do that on a website or on social media? Uh, well, they can find us on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. Our website is first.com.au. Um, they can get in contact with us via info at first.com.au uh, if they're inside the Asia-Pacific region. Um, so we have offices in both Sydney and New Zealand. Uh, so they can get in contact with us directly. Uh, a little bit less of the face-to-face -face at the current time, but uh, you know, these, these technologies allow us to be able to do that. Uh, we also have staff from our wider group uh, available throughout Europe and the US as well. So, you know, we can service people sort of regardless of where they're located. Um, we're also at the present time exploring the, the stepping stones into how we can better service Asia too. So, you know, it's a, we're able to, to deal with most industries. It's more a case of, you know, them reaching out and seeing if they've got a defined goal of what they want to do and us being able to help with it. Perfect. Well, I thank you both so much, Matt and Lachlan, for sharing a little bit more about FIRST and how you're helping businesses scale with voice technology. Thank you for having us. Thanks very much.